welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Beth. Yes. On today's call, we're going to teach what to do when you're tapped out. Uh-oh. What? <laughs> if you're broke, have no money, or tapped out. Barely making ends meet. You mean like you just went through Black Friday yesterday? <laughs> Whoa. Okay, I'm just kidding. I know that none of you guys got really crazy just saying there. Just as long as you what you buy on Black Friday, yeah. you can pay off before, before Good, Good Friday. Friday. That's right. That's it. As I was saying, if you're broke or feel that you are, the question is, how broke are you? Are you so broke that when you go to Burger King, you can't even order the food your way? Are you so broke that no thief wants to steal your identity? Are you so broke you spend more time praying in front of the ATM than you do at church? Are you so broke that you rob Peter to pay Paul and now you hit James and Andrew? Just a little humor to begin the call. There you go. Because if you're broke, you need a little humor. But before going any further, <laughs> let's define the word Broke. That's right. Which, according to dictionary.com, means without money, penniless. Hmm. See, remember, it's not where you're at. It's where you're going. And that's why we felt led to write seven things to do when you're broke. And you know, honey, just as a preface, and you know me, I like to preface. That's right. The point is, you're really mm -hmm. never broke. I no. mean, if you've got, you know, broke means you don't have a cent to your name. And... We all cry broke when we have money. It's just that it's not, maybe not enough to go around. Okay, mm -hmm. one, look for help in the right place. When you feel like you're so broke, notice I said feel, that you can't pick up all the pieces. How, you know, how do you, uh, who do you turn to? Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28, Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28, always good to go for scripture. Classic Amplified says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. <clears throat> the scripture says that we are to come to God. Come to the Lord Jesus, not go to the mall or our best friend forever, BFF, or some temporary diversion that makes us feel better for a moment, which in some instances can only make your matters worse. Doesn't it just make good sense to spend time with the one who can solve all your problems, not just a few, not some, but all of your problems, financial and otherwise. So who should come to God? Who should come to the Lord? All who labor, the Greek word for labor in Strong's concordance is G2872. G2872, and it means weary, tired, and exhausted. Worry about money can leave you weary, tired, and exhausted. That seems to be the definite pattern for folks whose money runs out before the month does, or those who've been laid off, or those who, well, feel like they're so broke they can't pay attention. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened. If you're behind on your mortgage or other payments, that is definitely a load on your back and a burden that you just can't carry by yourself. This is what the Lord says to us. I will cause you to rest. I like that. I will, I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. 
Buying something you can't afford with money you don't have won't ease, relieve, or refresh your soul, but he will. Amen. Resorting to worldly relief philosophies won't refresh your soul, but you know what? He will. Amen. He will give you rest, which is the Greek word G373. G373. And it means to cause or permit one to cease from any movement or labor in order to recover and collect his strength. Keep quiet of calm and patient expectation. As we were reading this verse, the Lord said to me, Tell those who have an ear to hear that the children of Israel were in the wilderness because of the choices they made. But I did not leave you. I did not leave them there. I brought them out and took them into a land of more than enough. Tell my children to focus on me. Bring me their troubles. Trust in me. Patiently expect and anticipate their financial deliverance. That's right. Which is coming <laughs> from me and not the world. Wow. Child of God, if you're looking for solutions to your money problems, look in the right place. That's it. To the only one who can deliver you from every financial 911 that you may be facing at the moment. Number two, stop playing the blame game. Mm. The most dangerous game a person can play is the blame game. Where nobody wins, everybody loses, and you never solve the problem. I want everyone to hear what we're going to say next. The fact that you're broke, unsuccessful, or don't know which way to turn. Well, let me just say it the way it is. It's not your mama's fault. It's not your daddy's fault. It's not your school teacher's fault or your employer's fault or your spouse's fault. Well, then don't listen. Don't say stuff like this. If you hadn't bought that new truck, we wouldn't be in this mess. You ain't going overboard and buying Christmas gifts for every single member of your family. We'd be able to pay off this credit card. I told you we couldn't afford this, but no, you didn't listen. Won't you ever learn? Buying the kids everything they want will not buy their love. If you'd gotten that raise, if you'd put in for that promotion like I told you, we wouldn't be having this problem right now. It's not your fault. It's not my fault, it's not your fault. So stop it, stop it, stop it. We've covered some of this before, mm -hmm. but it bears repeating. See, even if somebody else is, even if what you're facing is somebody else's fault, just get over it. And it may not be as easier said than done. Yeah, boy. But just get over it. But you need to, you know, you need to work it out in your own mind and you know and, and time with the lord yeah really proverbs 17 9 17 9 new international version he who covers an offense promotes love but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends if we let go of another's mistakes errors in judgment faults or whatever you want to call it you've done a scriptural even a godly thing we're not saying the problem shouldn't be discussed but we are saying that harping on it will separate friends and loved ones. In fact, it will diminish the wisdom and effectiveness you may have in that person's life. Proverbs 17.9, 9, Contemporary English Version. You will keep your friends if you forgive them. 
but you lose your friends if you keep talking about what they did wrong. Mm. Number three, figure out why you don't have enough money. And if you're married, definitely sit down together. In our effort to figure out why we don't have enough money, or why you wouldn't have enough money, let us ask you or have you ask yourself several questions. Are you spending money you don't have to compensate for stress in some other area of your life, such as a hurting marriage, troubled or chronically ill children or a difficult work situation? And are you a victim of Parkinson's law? Parkinson's law says that expenses will always rise to meet income. For instance, when we moved to Texas, money was tight years ago. When we would go out to eat, we would go to Poncho's Restaurant, <laughs> which at the time, you could tell how long ago this was, was $3.99 buffet, and I believe the kids were $1.99. They were. And when you wanted more to eat, you just raise the flag, and they'd bring you some more to eat. <clears throat> but as our income grew, we moved from was growing, we moved from Poncho's to Golden Corral or Ryan's. Also a buffet, but this was $7.99 a person. You know, what happens is as we our income continues to rise, you start eating at finer and nicer places because you're spend, but you're still spending more and more money, sometimes the percentage. We went from driving used cars to new cars or we leased cars or whatever. Income went up and so did expenses. But often when the salary diminishes for one or another, you don't want to let go of that lifestyle you had. It's time to pull in the belt and take a, a reasonable look at what's going on. We keep thinking, well, things will change and things will get better. But the point of it is, is you can't keep putting on, putting, well, more and more things on that credit card because it's very iffy if you can't pay it off like you used to. Has that ever happened to you? <clears throat> Here's a couple more questions. Were you laid off? If so, what was the circumstances? Was it something you did or you just, something that just happened to you? Was it something you didn't know how to do? Do you need a different skill set? You need to talk about alternatives when things like that happen. Yes, you do. You and need to think, think about them. That's yeah. right. Think about it. Number four, <clears throat> start doing something regardless of what it is. Every moment you spend talking about what, how broke you are, it's a moment that you're not going, well, you're not doing something positive to change your economic environment. I love the music of Ray Charles, but I can tell you that you will never hear me singing his song, I'm Busted. That's right. You can be broke, busted, but you don't never have to get disgusted. There you go. Because as long as you got the Word of God, <clears throat> you can find a way out. Not only that, we got the mind of Christ to come up with creative ways to prime our blessing pump. That's right. Here are a list of 35 ways or some of 35 ways that I wrote some years ago to increase your income or get seed to Every economic, you know, in some ways, almost every economic, um, well, scale in the ladder. That's it. Things like wait on tables on weekends, volunteer to work overtime on the job, get a job at a fast food joint, do freelance work in your vocation, sell stuff on eBay and at yard sales. Start a lawn care business, babysit, clean houses or office buildings, grow plants to sell, check the local loan ads, determine if there are market or research projects, 
looking for part-time help. Ask God what he would suggest that you do. Mm. And the key is to think beyond your imagination. Yeah, a lot of people have great skills that they can, well, come up with ways in which you can use them from your professional life to make extra money. Absolutely. We're not going to finish this this morning or today, but we will tomorrow. So until tomorrow, tomorrow's call, Mm -hmm. meditate on these things. God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.